What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Chatterboss. We are your hosts, Kayla and Deandra, and we are here once again serving up all of the things. Yes, we hey, are. Girl. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, just enjoying a cup of coffee. Yeah, I am too. I'm actually enjoying a iced Americano. I'm still uh, trying to perfect my espresso game. Nice. Mm-hmm. That sounds lovely. It is lovely. You know, I actually didn't mind my Keurig and uh, I enjoyed my coffees from it, but I was using an almond almond uh, milk and I looked at the ingredient list and there's so many preservatives mm-hmm. and I thought, take the plunge into the espresso game and have to, now I can just drink it black. Yeah, that's so much nicer. I saw your machine there. It's quite the quite the setup yeah she's a beaut it's really i've nice. actually <laughs> used that one um a guy i used to see had one at his house and so i learned how to use it and enjoy it um except he had it all set it up for like the settings that he'd already perfected so i didn't memorize that <laughs> oh i see there's like settings that you gotta yeah and like the grind and like the pressure that goes through the coffee um is what kind of gives that crema I don't know I'm still learning about it but it also depends on the beans you're using and all different things so I managed to make a pretty good cup today wow that's crazy yeah I know I have no idea to be honest even when I ordered it I was like I'm just going for it and then Mm -hmm. actually part of um when I posted it yesterday I had so many people reach out and say how much they love the machine or ask where I got it because they're interested in one. And one friend of mine, he has it and gave me the whole lowdown and um, gave me some facts to back it up. And I was like, I had no idea, like none. So, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I'm it sure was you, a complex yeah. thing. Yeah, no, I had no idea either. But that's clearly how you make great coffee, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you can watch some YouTube videos on how to make, like, how to, you know, how to use them, too. Like, Yeah, I didn't even get that far because I made myself a cup. It was mediocre, but I was like, okay, maybe it's the beans that I have. And actually, they sent with sent it, the machine, with a bag. So um, I used those ones, and I was like, oh, maybe they're just sending shitty coffee. But um, obviously, they wouldn't do that. And when uh, Tristan was like, this is, if you have, even if you pack it too much or too little, it affects it. Or if you, if you pack it where it's slightly on an angle, then it drains to the low side and it's not getting even pressure as it's brewing. It's crazy. Just things I would never have thought. Whoa, (laughs) that's crazy. Yeah. Does the machine grind the beans for you? It does. Wow. It's pretty cool. You, I mean, there's ones you can get that don't. I just was went for, I splurged and was like, you know what? I want the full meal deal because I'm going to have it for a long time. And uh, I didn't want to be bringing out another um, appliance to grind the beans. And so for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, that sounds so nice. It's a beaut. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to perfect my coffee game. 
No Tristan was like, don't get too good or you'll everyone will be knocking at your door for the best coffee. Like, <laughs> no, okay, <seriously>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it is kind of fun to it's also a bit of, it, I mean, I feel pretty passionate about my coffee. I didn't realize I had to be so invested. <laughs> yeah. Have, like I get the machine and I get good coffee, right? <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm learning about it and it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, that does sound cool. Yes. I kind of want one. <laughs> well, you have one. You have an espresso machine. Yeah, I've got the Nespresso, which it, it's good. It does make great coffee for sure. So maybe, I don't know if, you know, it's already got it all dialed. And so it's just a little less, you know. Yeah, it's like a fancier Keurig. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I think it is, is, yeah. 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 Yes. And you like it black with that machine, don't you? Um, I actually will do both pretty evenly. Like I'll do a black one and then I will do one with um, some kind of milk. Oat milk. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I do still have some of my oat milk left. I'm like afraid to use it because I know I'm not going to get it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> just, just you end up holding on to it till it goes bad. Yeah, exactly. I really should look at the expired date. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh. So, what else is going on in Kayla's world? Not a whole lot. Just. <laughs> don't lie to me <laughs> don't lie to oh, the world <laughs> what? I said don't lie to the world to the world yeah <laughs> um I'm pregnant yeah I'm like girl how much more do I gotta fish <laughs> oh I was gonna wait for the product segment but that's okay <laughs> Um, oh, sorry. No, that's totally fine. I'll I'll get it out of the way. It's yeah. really like not that exciting anymore. Because I mean, for everyone that doesn't know, I guess not that everyone listens to our podcast, but um, I haven't announced anything, and I'm not going to. I just was hoping that you know the word of mouth would spread around, <laughs> and it clearly hasn't. So I haven't ate a lot it I'm actually pregnant if you do see me around (laughs) yeah because I am at yeah I am at that stage where I was literally telling Mitch like I feel like I'm at a stage where people are like is she pregnant or did she just like eat a lot and I don't like that because I didn't eat a lot (laughs) you're like well I am eating a lot but it's not that (laughs) yeah like I can't suck in anymore it's just I can't do it (laughs) No, it's, it's showing she's She's bumping. So am, yeah. how far along are you, Kayla? Well, I don't really like to announce that either. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm so far well, enough. Mostly, I... mostly because there's just two different timelines that you can go by. And it's like, who even knows? So that is another thing. I haven't got an actual date from my doctor. Um, if it was my calculations... I would say like I'm around 18 weeks, so I'm almost halfway, which is, yeah. So that's all I'll say. I, I'm around 18 weeks. I, that's just to my own calculations. Hopefully by my next ultrasound, I'll have a better, um, hopefully they'll actually give me a due date instead yeah. of me just making one up in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm due in February sometime. Cool. Not really sure when, but I guess we'll figure that out. 
I'm excited. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It is crazy. So fun. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till we find out what it is. I, I know, know but I'm also that. not sure if we're telling everyone. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm excited because I know that I'll know. <laughs> no, I'm not. I want it to be a surprise for everyone else. Like, I need to know myself because I'm such a planner. And, like, I Kayla, already I be able to keep that to yourself entirely. I just don't see it. But you know what? I'm not going to put try. I'm not going to yeah. put that out. I'll try. We'll see what happens. But I'll try. <laughs> You're so funny. I mean, I say all this shit. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And then it, like, I get to the point and I'm like, actually, no, the window. So, yeah. It's like the people that are like, I'm never going to post all those pictures of my kids. And then they have kids and it's like flooded of all kids. Uh, totally. Yeah. No, until you're there. That's it, so true. You really don't. So I, I should stop saying all these things. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go against the grain, man? Yeah. <laughs> I really should stop doing that, but. <laughs> but it's exciting either way and I've seen a couple of photos and she's looking cute so anybody oh, that sees her you're welcome to congratulate her it's out yeah that's so true <laughs> I feel like people are afraid to say anything to me because they're like I- am I supposed to know or like yeah I've just come across a couple situations like that and yeah, I'm like I know, I know, you know. that this person knows yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyways yeah I am not going to be making a formal announcement on any sort of social media so that is that yes yeah what's going on in your world oh well I had a really great long weekend I had a ton of weddings and I had family in town and so I actually spent some times at the Biggs Ranch nice and got some sunshine and hung out with my cousins and Megan came down one day. It's a nice little like getaway, but still being local and still working. For sure. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun catching up with the fam and now back in Kelowna and yeah, I feel like a few things have come up and I've been pretty busy the last couple of days just with like life things that I've been putting off, which I hear is a common Apparently Tuesday was is in history the busiest time for businesses and it's because everybody's been putting things off over the summer months and then the Tuesday everybody goes back to school and work like wait times on phone um on the phone are as highest as they get wow that's so crazy but that's so true it's so yeah. true. And then I was like, I'm that person. I was on hold with Shaw and cause I ended up changing my modem and upgrading my speed and blah, 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 blah. And then I don't know, just a few things. And I was like, everything's taking so long. And then I'm driving over to a friend's place a couple nights ago. And on the radio, they said, today is the busiest day, blah, 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 blah for phone calls. Yeah. Anyway, that's so true. Catching up yeah. with life, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been good. Yeah. And I'm, I've still got like six weeks left of wedding season. So even though everyone's like talking about summer being over, it doesn't quite feel over for me, but uh, we're supposed to get some rain this week. Today's supposed to be the last sort of sunshiny day for a little while. 
And I think I'm okay with that. I'm starting to warm up with the idea of fall and I flip flop back and forth depending on the day, but I crave a little fall weather. Yeah, for sure. Yesterday got quite warm here. Like it was 31 degrees and I'm like, uh, this is not normal. And I am not, I'm, I'm over the 30 degree weather. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You're a fall gal. Yeah, I am. But I, it, especially yesterday, I, I just couldn't believe how warm it was. Like the past couple of days have been that warm and I, oh, I'm just, I'm good with a 20 degree. Totally. 20 degree yeah. It's been like 25, 26 um, for the last few days. And I, even that is a little warm, but at least it's manageable. For sure. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. if you're in direct sunlight, you can, you know, really in, feel like you're in 30 degree weather and then you can go about your day and still not feel like you're overheating and sweating your bag off. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, how many weddings do you have left? I have 10 weddings left. Oh, wow. That's still a lot. Yeah, it's good. So, it's nice. The yeah. season's going later. I'm, my last wedding is on uh, the second weekend in October. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to, um, you know, it's it's busy. I do crave the reprieve, but I'm fortunate um, since I'm doing it full time, at least I get some downtime during the week. Um, where before I was working full time and doing all my weddings and it was just by the time like this time I was just crashed. I was just like, Oh my God, for sure. Trying to keep my head above water. So I, yeah, I'm not finding I get as exhausted now that it's my full time gig. For sure. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Do you have any, are you, you're capped out for weddings this season? Hey, yeah, I don't have anything but have been in yeah been in talks with a few for next summer so I'm yeah that's awesome yeah I'm gonna like do a little post just to get it like the word out there that I'm gonna you know I would like to do a few more weddings next summer if I can with like being off of work so Uh yeah I um um yeah I hope that I'm able to book a few more. I don't want to be super busy with them. Like I don't want my whole summer to be full of weddings, but if I could do like, you know, one or two a month or whatever, that would be ideal for me. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, um, I, I know that you're going to plan to come out this way. I'm still open to getting some hair, hair uh, services with KJ. Yeah, for sure. I definitely want to. I, yeah, we kind of had a date booked and then it, I was inquired about one here. So I decided to take it here, but hopefully we can figure something out. There'll be more. For sure. sure. Um, on the topic of beauty, do you want to share with us what you have today? Yeah. So I am going to just, um, or I guess a couple of both of my products are actually you really could use these even though you are not pregnant but actually and so I use I have a coffee scrub here I don't know if have you used a coffee scrub on your body before so I kind of forgot that I had this and yeah so I brought it back out and it's 
like I used it two times and put it back under the sink and completely forgot about it. So it's back on my counter where I will remember about it. But um, I love a coffee scrub. I actually forgot how much I loved what my skin felt like after I used one. Mm. And I just feel like it just really gets all of the grime and anything that you have on your skin off. Like it just, I literally love it so much. Um, so you, are you using it on your whole body? Yes. Yes. And are you using it in the shower? Yes. And is it making your shower look disgusting? No, but my, <laughs> my, my shower is black, is like really dark gray tile. So you would never know. That okay. Okay. Yeah. So mine is white. Yeah. Okay. My, my tub surround is white tile with white growth. <laughs> and to be honest, I, so when I, I often have a bath and then I stand up and scrub because it, your soft, your skin's really soft Yeah. and then I rinse off, but the oils from my skin and because I often put coconut oil in my bath water, it leaves a bit of a film that you don't see unless you put coffee on it. And then mm. it's stained and like, it's fine. You just clean it, but it's a real nuisance because you find, I find I have to clean my shower like rigorously because of Interesting. that. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So anyway, wonder... it's not to be a downer. I just like, I love the way it feels as well, but it's just a bit of a pain in the ass sometimes. Yeah. I could definitely see that if I had white, white grout in my shower, I probably wouldn't use it because yeah. grout is it's hard to clean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Game changer for sure. But I also have a tub in my house too, that I could probably use it. You know what I mean? If I wanted to use it totally instead of doing it in the shower, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just, uh, I don't know. I love or, like you have skin. a, uh, isn't it like a glass around you have in your main, in your ensuite? Yes. Is there tile in there as well? Yeah, there is. Oh, okay. Right. My, so my, if I do it in my stand-up shower, it would be a lot better, but I, I tend, oh, okay. I tend to bath and then use it. Cause then your skin's all like soft anyway. For sure. Yeah. Tangent. I we'll go back to your product now. <laughs> I think you're supposed to use these on dry skin though. Like you're kind of supposed to scrub it on before your skin gets wet. Oh, I, not the one that I had used. I've only used oh, okay. one and it's been a while, but I could, be, mind. I could be wrong. This one does say use on wet skin. But I thought that the other one, I so I had used like Frank Bod before. I had like three or four of their scrubs and I ran out of them. I thought that they said to use it on dry skin, but I have no idea. Hmm. So this one's like a beat. It's called Bean Body. And I just bought it at like a local place in Kindersley. Um, so this one is um, a cocoa berry. So it's got like vitamin E and sea salt in it. What else does it have? Um, coconut oil, almond oil. Cacao seed powder. Yeah, I don't know. 
Hmm. It's, I don't know. I just like them. I like the way that my skin feels after it feels, it feels like hydrated, but clean. You know what I mean? Um, and they're supposed to like, I mean, who the fuck knows what this shit helps with, but coffee is good for cellulite. Yes, for sure. I've heard anyways. Oh, it Um, says bean body will help brighten, hydrate, nourish, and smooth. There we go. I like the branding for Bean Body. Me too, actually. I went onto their website and they have a lot of different kinds and they have them for like men too. They're so cute. Oh, that is cute. Like not that they couldn't use the other ones, but they're called Bean Body Man Scrub. (laughs) (laughs) They're really trying to appeal to those metro. And they're sold out. So clearly they're doing well. (laughs) Funny. Um, Um... yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. I um, I've used their. They have a like a vanilla moisturizer. Oh. Um, and I've used it, and it smells amazing. Yeah, that does sound amazing. I don't see a moisturizer on here, but just the scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my other one, I'm just like I love to keep my skin hydrated. As all of you know by now, I'm sure that I have really dry skin. Um, so I, I I just ordered this product just to try it. Um, just because I, my belly is growing obviously. So I'm just trying to like, keep it like I am prone to stretch marks and I do have stretch marks already, like on my ass and on parts of my legs. Um, so I'm just trying to keep them at bay and keep everything like as hydrated as possible. Um, and so I do kind of like flip flop between products as far as like oils to lotions to whatever. But I just thought that I would try this. Um, it's a belly butter. So it's the Zoe Organics belly butter. Um, we had a little technical difficulty there, so I don't really remember what I was saying, but <laughs> Um, I decided to just try it. I had seen it. I've maybe been following this account on Instagram, um, the Zoe Organics, but it is from, I'm pretty sure it's made in the States somewhere. So I ordered it on um, well.ca. So it's actually, it was kind of pricey. I feel like I maybe spent like $26 or $27 on it. And it's quite a small jar. Okay. <laughs> and you're putting it on a like, like a surface area that it's not like just your face. Yeah, like it's quite a large area. So it the the jar is only two ounces, which is fifty six grams. It's honestly small. So I really i I don't know if I'll order it again just because of the price. Um, it it I really like it. Um, and it really like the ingredients in it are shea butter, um, rose hip seed oil, avocado oil, rose geranium essential oil, rosemary extract, calendula extract, chamomile essential oil, carrot seed essential oil, ylang ylang essential oil, and sandalwood essential oil. So really great ingredients. Uh-huh. Um, and and you can move this product around quite easily, but I do find that I, I'm still using a lot of it. Um, another thing I will say, though, is that, like, the next 
I, I usually shower in the evening and the next morning, um, actually even throughout the day, like I used it last night and even today I can still feel it on my skin. So it's clearly very hydrating, um, which I do love, but I feel like I could like home, home make my own, you know, concoction of this for way cheaper. Um, yeah. With, um, even if you don't use them all, you know, you can infuse it moisture into the skin with even half of those, you know? Oh, for sure. Like a lot of this is just essential oil. Mm -hmm. But But all very beneficial. But even if you wanted to make your own simplified version at home for less, I'm sure it would, you know, like you're saying, it would be cheap, cheaper. And do the same thing for sure. Like I know a friend of mine who is pregnant as well. She makes her own like concoction at home and I really should just get her recipe and then you can always add in your own essential oils you know what I mean like I know frankincense is super good for your skin and I do have some so it just like adding stuff like that Mm -hmm. to it I don't know I just because it was so expensive and this literally is like the size it's smaller than the palm of my hand like it's so small um yeah so for like 26 or I I honestly can't remember what I spent but it was something like that 26 to 28 dollars I probably won't buy it again just because of the price and I do use it like I use a lot of it I feel so it probably won't last me long but it's a great product but I'm just I'm sure or if any of you have like things that you guys used on your skin while you were pregnant um, I would love like recommendations because I'm literally trying everything and I I'm totally fine with trying everything I'm literally like I like I said I'll use a coconut oil one night I'll use a, a you know shape or like a body butter the next night and then I'll use the belly oil so I literally like I don't use anything consistently so in the rounds um I am yeah. just just trying to keep the skin hydrated that's all I care about totally so. and you know if you use one thing the whole time and then it doesn't work, it's like you've wasted a lot. So keeping things, uh, keeping the skin on its toes. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, exactly. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, it's a great product, but I, I, again, probably I'll, yeah, just because of the price, I probably won't buy it again, but yeah, I, at least it's given you the ideas of what you can use right for sure you wouldn't I, I think shea butter anyways. is a great product. yeah exactly yeah for sure so I think even like using making your like I I know that you can buy shea butter in bulk so even using that with some coconut oil and then adding you know your own essential oils is probably just as just yeah, as good for sure yeah Speaking yeah. of moisture, I've got a bit of a moisturizer as well. Mine is actually the Shishido Wrinkle Smoothing Eye Cream. Ooh. And it had five-star reviews through and through. And I ordered it on my 20% discount with Sephora. And it comes in a cute little jar. Um... It actually, I'm going to see how much is in it. Maybe there is only 15. You know how most, yeah, it's only 15 mils. Um, So it is a little bit pricier. Um, But I like that it comes with a little scoop. So you're not like putting your fingers in the product. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it had like outstanding reviews. I lost you. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I decided I, you know, it's worth the investment for me, especially around my eyes, um, just to sort of keep that crepey skin away. So my makeup lies nicely. So I um, know it's a little bit on the pricier side, but I'm willing to make that expenditure based on a five-star review. And I also just thought if it's really good, I can recommend it to y'all. So I've been using yeah. it a week. I really like the product. I feel like you need only a little bit going a long way and you just dab it on. It's the final step I use before applying my makeup. And I really like it. So I'm going to continue to use it. I'll go through the jar and I'll report back to see um, if I sh- if y'all should buy it. But based on the reviews, nobody's been disappointed. So the Shishido nice. um, Benefiance Wrinkle Smoothing Eye Cream. And I got it from Sephora during the discount. And how much does it retail for? $93. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're just using it around your eyes, it, it will probably last you I a while. think so. Um, I think it's just... Yeah, I think the moisturizer around your eyes is really important. So I think even if you are making a little splurge, it's the first sign of aging. Mm-hmm. Totally. Although sometimes, I mean, they, they kind of try to fool you. The jar is pretty substantial. So they're, they want you to feel like you're getting more bang for your buck, I swear, because they could fit the 15 milliliters in a much smaller container. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I have a, beside it, I ordered also um, a night cream from Sephora and it's got 50 milliliters and it's almost the same size. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. So interesting <laughs> about this. And I, I've only used it once. The product feels nice, but I thought it was funny because have you heard of, um, um, I'm thinking of the brand here and I'm gapping out, but it's called Drunk Elephant. Oh, yes. I have a couple products. Yeah. And I really like their products and they also are highly reviewed. But the Sephora night cream that I ordered, it was, um, it also had really great, like five stars on Sephora and it was reasonably priced. And with a night cream, I'm mostly just going for moisture and texture. Um, and then any of the oils I put on before are where I'm going to get any of the benefits from as far as anti-aging or, um, preserving the skin. So I was like, I'll give it a try. I just ran out of my other night cream and it came and it is the exact same packaging as elephant Island or drunk elephant. Oh, weird. It's funny. It's a pink lid, white base basic black font on the white. Yeah. So they're trying to sort of cop copy them, I guess. Anyways, not bad product and, um, a fraction of the cost. And as I mentioned, my dermatologist said the benefit of a night cream or 
day cream is um, the moisture and active ingredients should be in your serums. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> so anyway, she's like, all I care about is keeping your skin moist, moisturized and then, you know, invest in your active serums. So anyway, I don't know if every dermatologist would say that, but that's sort of right. what theory I've been going by lately. So it's the Sephora AHA um, night cream, firming sleeping cream and uh, super reasonably priced. I've only used it once, as I mentioned, but highly reviewed. And I, so far I like the texture and I, my face, it felt really moisturized still when I woke up after smearing my face, face against my pillow all night. <laughs> That's good. Um, are you still having like a little bit of issues with like some acne on your chin? I'm not. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Did you do anything differently or? I don't think I, I know. I really haven't. I really haven't. Weird. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just hormonal. Um, I still have like a couple hyperpigmented hyperpigmentation on a couple spots. Um, but I've just been putting like vitamin E on them and they're clearing up no texture at all anymore. So interesting. I don't know what was causing that. Weird, yeah, like no. several months where it yeah. wasn't like consistent, but it was enough where I was like aware of that spot when I was doing my makeup almost every day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was the same way. I had the same problem. So I was just, I know. And I, asking about and you it. had yeah. sent me the product that had worked for you and I had full intention on you know going to get it and uh now it's clearing up so I don't know if it was just busy wedding season stress hormone or what it was but yeah I feel really right, relieved right. honestly it's interesting how even just a blemish or two can like make you aware of your the way your makeup's laying and yeah it wasn't fun. for sure yeah no, it's not fun at all. I just, yeah, I, the, I have another friend that is dealing with some like acne like that as well. And uh, it's definitely got to be something like, it's definitely hormonal um, because it does happen like after you turn 30. Um, but yeah, it's, and it's different how every, I know obviously everyone's different and not everything is the same product isn't going to work for everyone, but um yeah, it's it's a struggle. You know what sure. I'm just, and it's not just you know. realizing what I've been doing more consistently in the last couple of weeks, and I have no idea if it is uh, related. But I've been using um, a retinol. Oh, okay. and I do know from uh, a coworker, an old coworker of mine, she was having a breakout issue. She was in her mid forties, and um, she had said she uses retinol when she's got a breakout and it helps. And I, I had had it before I was having this issue, but I wasn't using it consistently. And, um, more recently I have been, and I wonder if that maybe had something to do with it clearing up. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, definitely could have. I had, I had used a retinol, um, consistently, even with mine, it definitely didn't help mine, but mine definitely, I feel like mine was pretty bad. Well, and you, you, <laughs> had, had, you had been battling it for a little longer than, um, you know, it wasn't a short time. 
Right. And, yeah. It was, it was. A and you were so yeah. fortunate that, uh, you managed, it was pretty simple once you figured out what would, co- what would heal it. Hey. Yeah. Actually the first time I used the antibiotic, um, I did it right before my wedding and it did help, um, short term. I didn't use it for that long just because I was going on a honeymoon after, and it makes your skin like super sensitive to the sun. So I didn't want to use it past the wedding. Um, but the second time I did it was just this winter. I did it in, like for about three weeks in February. It The antibiotic made me feel super nauseous, um, but it, it did work. And I literally haven't had it since, like knock on wood. But um, it it has, oh my God, I just knocked on wood and my dog now thinks someone is here. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Pretty funny. But yeah, it's crazy. It, I haven't had it since, but I had quite bad like cystic acne on my chin and it was definitely caused by some hormone hormones. So yeah, yeah. my um, Botox doctor at the time had given me some, so an antibiotic or had prescribed me an antibiotic that she had had um, good success with. So I have like, yeah, I definitely think, when you have that cystic acne and it's under your skin, you do have to use an antibiotic like to get rid of that bacteria. And they're just so, um, they spread so easily. Like you can't touch them. It just sucks. It's honestly the worst thing I've ever, it's, it's shitty. I never struggled with acne as a teenager. So I never really knew what it was like. And then once I hit 30, I got this acne on my chin and it was just, Oh, you just feel like everyone's staring at you. I can't imagine going through that as a teenager and having your face, you know what I mean? Like with so many other changes going on at that age, like, oh, just it's, brutal. Yeah, I I was fortunate as well. Um, the odd time I would get like an undergrounder, um, but mm-hmm. usually like on my back or whatever. And so that would be like hormonal as well. But, um, you know, I just always sympathized with some friends who had issues with, your skin during like those times where you're just so you're not so unsure of who you are even it's just like you are so you know it's everyone's uh self-conscious during those teenage years yeah for but sure. uh yeah. I found myself to be aware very aware um and it's funny um a lot of my issues weren't even active acne it was like those that are white and then you can get stuff out of them and then it would turn into um more of a more of a acne bump you know okay yeah so it was partly my own fault but I didn't like the texture on my skin and it they weren't going away or resolving themselves without me squeezing them Anyways, I know I'm getting really into the squeezing side of the zit world, but I kind of am into that. And I know Kayla is no, too. No, I am for sure. I think, I think a lot of people are, even, though if, even if they're closet pickers. Yeah, I definitely couldn't touch mine. I was afraid to because I just had read so much on cystic acne that they just, it could spread so easily. So I, and mine were more, I never, they never were whiteheads. You know what I mean? They were just big, like, red bumps on bumps. yeah yeah and that's a hard thing because you get so frustrated eventually you're just like i'm gonna go for it and then you're creating worse issues but it's so hard not sure. to but even touching them like they were so um 
so like contagious that even me touching them and like touching another part of my face, they would spread. Like it was not cool. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you've been relieved of that. And I'm so glad I am not having, um, I got a knock on wood. Yeah. Like you did. Good thing I don't have a finger out. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a struggle, but yeah, thankfully that's over with for now. Hopefully it doesn't come back up again. Totally. I'm hoping I don't have any, you know, scarring that hangs out. Did yours clear up from scarring? I definitely have some scars. Um, you can't see them. But if I if I really look at my chin, it's um like the texture of my skin is a little uneven. bit even a little. bit. Yeah. So I have done micro needling. I've only done it once. Um, I I would have liked to do it again. I don't know if you can do it when you're pregnant. So I'll probably just wait. But um, micro needling is supposed to help with that. Um, so I, I'll, I'll probably do it again when I can. But um yeah for now I guess I mean you really can't see it it's only if you're really looking close and I actually didn't even notice it until I was like really looking at my skin one night so yeah probably about no I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) probably getting really close to your skin so you could pick no I wasn't I was just curious but it's yeah it's there I um I had one in particular that I thought that remember when we had that conversation and you recommended what you used, I had one that I was like, it has to be cystic because I'd never had a zit that would come back like three times in a row. And like, it looked like it was going to be a, a doozy. And I think it's healing and, but it's still got the hyperpigmentation, but it also is a little bit raised still. Hmm. And it's so weird. I'm like, I don't know if it's like just a little scarring and it'll break up, but I'm wondering, I might need some microneedling on it. If it's, if it doesn't kind of go away that the texture of it. Right. Right. Yeah. Man. What an interesting, like skin. Yeah, it's so crazy. It is. On that note, should we carry on to some news? Yeah, we can do that. Um, do you, do you want to, you had a couple stories, didn't you? There's some interesting. Well, yeah. So I, well, I just seen this morning. I had just seen this morning um, about this two-year-old little girl that was kidnapped by her dad's girlfriend. And I guess they'd gone to get out of the, he'd gone to get out of the vehicle and grab her from the back seat, and the girlfriend took off. And by the time they'd, I guess there was an Amber Alert that went out. And um, initially there was query of it being some random Lyft driver or Uber driver that had kidnapped a rider's child, but was not related to the company after they issued um statement saying they she wasn't on shift but um she was pulled over at a stop and confessed to having been involved in her disappearance but being um sort of going along with the plan of a dad trying to sell the daughter for ten thousand dollars oh my 
And <laughs> it's really sad because initially that was what was said, but now the little girls turned up dead and they aren't believing that, you know, well, the story she had told that the dad was involved in that she had just taken off with the little girl and now she's dead. They haven't confirmed the cause of death and they're waiting for an autopsy report, but it's just so sad. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Where did this happen? Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. That is crazy. I know. Man, people are crazy. crazy. It's, I just can't imagine, but no, I can't either. That's wild. Um, that weirdly just reminded me of this story. This was, this was maybe a year or two ago of this woman. I think she was at a convenience store. This happened in like North Battleford. So this is a couple hours from where I am. Um, she left, she went into the convenience store to grab something and came out and her vehicle was gone and her daughter was in the back seat. I think she was like oh my God. four. She was she was pretty young and she was autistic. This her daughter, and it was winter time, so her someone stole her vehicle, probably not realizing that the a kid was in the back seat. Um, right. and they did like there was a big search for her vehicle, like it was a SUV of some kind, and they ended up finding her vehicle the next morning at like in, in an industrial area of the city and her daughter was in the vehicle alive. Thank God. But could you imagine oh like, so clearly someone had just stole her vehicle needing a ride somewhere and, and, you know, probably realized that there was a kid in the backseat and needed to ditch the vehicle, not intending on hurting anyone, just, you know, wanted to steal a vehicle. But isn't that crazy? Like, could you imagine having an autistic, like a kid, let alone, uh, you know, being young and, you know, having some challenges and, and it being so cold out, like it was during a cold winter. So, oh, it just, I couldn't believe it. Oh my gosh. She's lucky she didn't freeze to death. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, a little bit different from that. And no, but still it's the same. It's. I've heard I've heard of a story similar. I don't I don't know if it would have been the same one because I can't remember the details, but just of a vehicle being taken with a child in the back. And uh, it has made me think like you would never want to leave your car unlocked running with your kid in your car. You know, even I know that like you always say like I'm going to be one minute. Like what's the point in taking my kid in and blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah, it's you never know. Or at least lock it, but like never leave it running like. Oh, or whatever. For sure. I, yeah. I don't know the details. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Jeez, it is crazy, and it's just so sad. Like thinking about the dad, and you know, it just—it's probably there's so much guilt. You never come back from this. Yes, for sure. Oh, so sad. There's been a lot of news stories about kids passing away from the heat, being left mm. in the car, and it's like. There's so much awareness. I'm just shocked that it's still happening. I know. It's crazy. And, and I don't, again, I'm not meaning to judge because I don't have kids. And I know if you're, you know, a working adult and you're changing routine, like it, it obviously can easily happen. Otherwise, it wouldn't be happening. But there was um, tips on how to ensure it doesn't happen is like leaving your keys, your, your keys or, and your wallet and your phone 
in the car seat with the kids or like in the back, in the back where seat. the car seat is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since that, that has happened, there's been like um, new vehicles that have come out that tell you to check your back seat before you get out of the vehicle. Oh, wow. Yeah. So hopefully the technology just gets better in the, in, you know, every company that makes vehicles and they all kind of start to do that. Like, I know that everyone says like, it will never happen to me, but I'm sure that all of these parents said the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, I don't know, but humans, I just know sometimes I have like a daily reminder that goes off and it becomes, I don't even know it happened. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, did that even go off? And I realized I had actually turned it off so mindlessly. Right. Because it becomes part of my day. Right. And it's like, you know, and it, I just, it, if it's something more physical, I feel like there's less... I don't know. I, I just wonder if, you know, those going off will become uh, almost unnoticed. That's, that's a good, yeah. I know what, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, at least they're trying to be proactive about totally. it because it is, it's, I just feel like this year, particularly, there's been so many in the news or maybe I'm just being more aware of the news. I don't know. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I definitely noticed it a lot more too. But sad, sad. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have something else that you were going to talk about? Someone missing? Yeah. So there's been, uh, I didn't know him personally, uh, but a gentleman from the area, the Okanagan area was boating in the Shushwap and there was, uh, you know, a, a bit of a, I think there was a collision. There's been a couple different stories released and I don't exactly know what one is factual because, I saw someone comment saying, you know, a lot of the information is inaccurate, but ultimately he's been missing for a few days uh, on the, the Shushwap Lake. Um, And there was three other individuals that were involved in the incident. One woman who was in, in serious condition in hospital, but is expected to recover. And then two others. um, I don't think they had suffered any serious injuries. And they were trying to help the other boat, which was the boat with the gentleman and the girl. And uh, his name is Ryan. And we have a lot of mutual friends. So I've seen a lot of, you know, memorial posts coming up. And it's just, he was such a handsome dude and seemed like a stand-up guy uh, as far as, you know, a good time and mm-hmm. well-liked. So it's really, really sad. Um, a friend of mine in particular had a really close relationship with him and just, it's just sad to see so many people grieving for the loss of somebody that, you know, was in an accident that may have been able to be avoided, but totally. Yeah. It's tragic. For sure. So haven't so found a body. He's- they have not. Okay. Wow. They're presuming drowned. Apparently the lake was quite deep in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had been discussing how, you know, it's so interesting and I say interesting in an unfortunate way because you'd think that it wouldn't a body wouldn't be able to go that far, assuming he's passed on. Imagine there's a one percent chance of survival. We all hope for that still. Um, but how it can disappear like that? Yeah, a body. It is weird. You know? And um, there was a, a man who went missing on the lake not too long ago, kayaking and. It took a little while for the body to 
reappear and but at least it gives the family closure if that's the end result for sure i couldn't imagine never finding it oh my gosh so it's been sort of uh gloomy end of summer around here for a lot of people who've lost a friend or son or brother so it's yeah it's sad i mean it's sad for anybody but it's interesting when it's somebody that you know of and it's like wow it's it's just hits home life is short yeah for sure and and very precious Mm -hmm. that's crazy um so i've got a couple stories here a lot of them are not um canadian related my last one is but we'll end on a good note um um so a man has been charged in the connection with mac miller's overdose death um mac miller passed away last september crazy it's already almost been a year it is crazy but oh my god i remember where i was when i found out i was at a wedding in canmore oh so sad so sad um So it says a 28-year-old Los Angeles man was arrested Wednesday and charged in connection with Mac Miller's overdose death in September 2018. According to federal court documents, Cameron James Pettit provided Miller um, with counterfeit oxycodone pills that contained fentanyl two two days prior to his overdose death. Pettit is being charged with one count of distribution of a controlled substance and faces a statutory maximum sentence of 21 year, or 20 years in federal prison. Uh, Miller was found unresponsive on September 7th, 2018 in LA. And the coroner's office later said that his death was determined by an accident and was caused by a combination of fentanyl, cocaine, and ethanol. According to the documents, um, Miller had texted Pettit days before his death asking for drugs. Pettit then agreed to bring the wrapper um, oxycodone pills, cocaine, and Xanax and delivered them to Miller at his Los Angeles recording studio in the early hours of September 5th. Um, This is when Pettit allegedly sold Miller counterfeit oxycodone pills that contained the opiate fentanyl, a drug that's 50 times stronger than heroin. So mm. afterwards, they found some text messages um, that Pettit had maybe sent to another friend that said, like, um, I think I shouldn't post anything for a while just to be smart. Um, he ended up deleting his Instagram account because I think that's where a lot of their um, conversation was, was through Instagram. Um, so anyways, I think that, yeah, this is a good thing that they're um maybe starting to charge people in you know if they can figure out where you got these your drugs from um because fentanyl is becoming such a problem in you know in the states as well as in Canada um it's so important because there's no responsibility otherwise they're just there to make money it doesn't matter to them ultimately and then somebody's life is gone i think it'll just help make these people a little bit more aware hopefully yeah 
Hopefully. So I, in the article I read, it said somebody had been like, how are you feeling? And he was like, not great. Most likely will die in jail. Oh, um, like Pettit, like the guy that Pettit said yes, that. Yes, yeah. I did see that as well. Yeah. And so it's interesting. I don't know. Obviously, he knew. Well, he knew he gave him drugs and then he died. So there's there's I guess that's obvious, but it's yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I checked out. I, I creeped out his Instagram. Well, actually, no, I think there was just a few pictures on the article of from his Instagram. And uh, he just looked, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how to comment. He just looked like a drug dealer. For sure. He does. Um, he actually looks like the guy that sold Demi Lovato the same drugs that she overdosed on. But I don't know if it was the same person oh. or not. Hmm. I mean. Was there a charge in that case as well? No, there wasn't. No. But just, they, I mean, I'm sure they all look the same. I don't really pay attention that much to them. But um yeah so just yeah it's it's so sad i really loved mac Miller. oh i know me too man he had some good music oh man back when he first like hit the scene oh my god scene his music oh my god it was so good ah it was so good it's so good and then i remember when he started dating ariana grande and i was like yeah (laughs) like just because she's such a cutie and uh it was sort of i feel like he didn't necessarily not everybody really knew about him even when he was really popular still he sort of went under the radar i feel like he did um actually when he passed away um john mayer actually wrote a really nice post about him saying like you know saying the exact kind of saying the same kind of thing like um you were so talented and not everyone knew who you were but like he, he kind of saying like he he thought that ever like you know he was he was gonna start being noticed more and it's really sad because he was so talented um after he passed I watched his um he did a performance on what is that like oh shit what is that called it's like a it's a show on like that they just put on the internet and it's like a what is it called Hmm. oh my god Lizzo just did it too and it was so good it's like called the oh oh, it's called tiny table talk or something oh okay and but they sing on it and he sang on it and it was so good like oh my god I, I need to go watch it again because it was so good so I saw and I don't know if it's the same thing because it was just a clip I'd seen somewhere on the internet and it was him freestyling oh oh okay he was sitting on a couch and he was and, and honestly it was talking about like drugs and how he's been sober and I don't know if this was all true or just where he stood in his piece of like, you know, his state of mind and owning that. Um, but it was almost like it made it surprising to me when I heard he overdosed or then I thought, Oh, maybe relapse, maybe had an issue. I, I, I just wished that, uh, it was true, you know, that he was actually sober and for sure was continually using and lying about his, yeah, lying about it all. But as we know, 
everybody can deny use. Mm-hmm. They can. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah, as my next story um, mm-hmm. kind of says. So, um, I just i I wanted to lead into this and just kind of talk about it because my next story it kind of sheds light to hopefully a change in um, the sports world, but. Um, Tyler Skaggs uh, was a baseball player and he passed away like oh I want to say a couple months ago but I actually can't remember the day that he passed away Um, but his autopsy so Tyler Skaggs was a ball player Um, he passed away at the early age of 27 um, and everyone was kind of like I mean I was shocked at his death Um, as I'm sure everyone else was, but no one really, like, nothing was reported. And last week, um, his autopsy results came back, um, and they did release them to the public. Um, So this article says, Tyler Skiggs had opioids and alcohol in his system. He died by choking on his own vomit, um, says the toxicology report. So... Um, His family released a statement in response to the toxicology report alleging that Skagg's death may involve um, an Angels employee, and that's who he played for. Um, So according to the report, um, there was a mixture of alcohol, fentanyl, and oxycodone intoxication with terminal aspiration of gastric contents. So he... um, obviously overdosed was laying down um puked and choked on his own vomit um yeah that's exactly what this next sentence just said um so there's no sign of yeah trauma so he had a blood alcohol level of 0.122 above the legal limit um 3.8 nanograms of fentanyl I hate that, like, the states uses different um, measurements. Yes, it's so annoying. I know. They're, like, like, the only place other than, like, they're the only country in the whole world that is different than everybody else. Anyways, um, 38 nanograms of oxycodone. um, Yeah. A prescription painkiller that is prohibited in Major League Baseball. So his family released a statement that they were going to be looking into um, an employee that may be involved in this, um, saying that they are obviously heartbreaking, or we are heartbroken to learn that the passing of our beloved Tyler was the result of a combination of dangerous drugs and alcohol. This is completely out of character for someone who worked so hard to become a major league baseball player and had a promising future in the game he loved so much. We are grateful for the work of the, of the detectives and their ongoing investigation into the circumstances around Tyler's death, we are shocked to learn that they may, that it may involve an employee of the Los Angeles angels. We will not rest until we learn the truth about how Tyler came into possession of these narcotics, including who supplied them to the end. We have hired Texas attorney Rusty Harden to assist us. 
So his family has hired a team to investigate into his death, I guess, um, which is good. I think that whoever did um, supply him with the painkillers should be held responsible. Um, even if it, like, I mean, if it was someone who was a part of the team, I do hope that they are able to figure it out because again, totally. these players, they do go through so many injuries. I know that he, like Tyler did specifically, he did have some injuries. Um, and I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt if someone did give these to him. And I mean, these players trust um, the, the teams that they're playing for. So they're, they're going to take a lot of this stuff, not even asking what it is. Of course. And you wouldn't assume that somebody who's part of the, the association would, you know, you'd think that they wouldn't know where they're getting it from. You just can't trust anything, though. Yeah. But at the same time, it's sort of it's probably going on a lot more than we're aware of. And it's probably encouraged because they want these top performing players to keep going. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So sad. How old was he? 27. And you didn't you say he was recently married or engaged? Yeah, so he was married at the end of last season, I guess. I'm not sure exactly the date, but at the end of the year last year. Um, so sad. So I, yeah, so he played with Mike Trout, um, who is uh, an incredible ball player. Um, he was, in, he was, I think he made a statement about his passing. He said, um, it's pretty crazy. Obviously, it doesn't change my view on Tyler. Um, he made a big impact on my life and this team. Um, he said, when stuff comes out, you want to know if it's true. Obviously, if I knew, I would have definitely said something or did something. Just a tough situation when this came out. Tough to put your mind to it. So I'm not sure if, like, uh, that That also makes me wonder um, when your teammates, whether Mike trout is you know telling the truth whether he knew or not um if he if he truly didn't know then then that does make me wonder you know maybe tyler didn't have a problem yet but was given these pills or whatever he was given not knowing how strong they were i mean oh my god and especially if he didn't know because he clearly took the um medication that day and then he went out that evening and was drinking so whatever he had taken didn't affect him to the point of death yet but then once he drank later that evening is this is just all assumption huh. or or he drank went back to his hotel room took the pills went to sleep, ended up overdosing and choking. That's, you know what probably, I mean? like, that's probably more realistic. Right. But why would you take them right before you go to bed? I mean, I don't know. This is just all speculation, but. Totally. Well, just, yeah. So many questions. Who knows? Yeah. Well, and know. maybe. Yeah. I mean, again, you like you say, it's all speculation. It's very, yeah. very sad because humans never think it's going to happen to them. Mm -hmm. and even though we see it everywhere yeah for Ugh. sure 
Um, I just hope that this investigation into the team, whether whatever the outcome is, I hope that it sheds light on um, sports and painkillers and the pro like I, I truly believe that there's a problem there and no one's talking about it because so much injury and I know that these drugs are illegal in whatever sport you're playing but they're not always tested or regulated like you you're you're not tested you know um, regularly throughout the season so I just I don't know I just hope that this sheds a little bit of light on on painkillers in general and within the sports world because I feel that it's it's not talked about at all it isn't and also even though like that's one thing is like physical pain but there's a lot a lot of mental health problems within the sports world that isn't addressed and so the combination is lethal because so much of dependency comes from a mental health side you know yes yes it's based on use but often it becomes you become dependent based on a mental health you know side of things and like I have a friend actually an old co-worker her son is an advocate for um, he's a hockey player and played quite high up and he talks very openly and was interviewed through our news station Um, and he's just trying to bring awareness to mental health and professional athletes and it's nice to see so I feel like I see a little bit of it on my Facebook because she's sharing things but in reality it's still something that's so not addressed outwardly in you know professional sports for sure uh, yeah I definitely agree it's not but hopefully there and again I have seen some a couple things too that um more um, players are starting to talk about. So I just hope that it becomes more um, of a common thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will lead into my next story. Um, talking about Rob Gronkowski, who has retired from football um, and now says that he's pain-free thanks to CBD Medic. Um, and he is hoping to advocate to professional leagues um, with this brand. So CBD medic is obviously a CBD company, um, helping with pain. Like Rob, he retired after this past season. And he said that he, like he says, I was not in a good place, um, of his physical and mental state when he decided to retire. Um, he says his recovery was boosted by CBD, a compound derived from hemp and says he'll be using, um, his profile to lobby sports leagues, CBD was introduced to him by his dad. Um, It says Rob Gronkowski announces his support of CBD medic um, and implores professional sports organizations to update their position on CBD use. I was hurt both mentally and physically from football for the first time in more than a decade. I am pain-free. Cool. I love that. Yeah. I love it too. And I love, everyone loves Rob. Like everyone, I don't know why I'm calling him Rob. I feel like I'm Camille and I'm dating him. Yes, she's, she's bomb as well. 
I love that everyone both. calls him Gronk. Like yeah. everyone loves Gronk, and um, and I hope that because of his likeness, like he's such a lovable human that that this really catches on within the sports world, especially because he is such a big like such a well-known person. Um, yeah, I just I hope that this because of you know seeing the Tyler Skaggs of the world who are in pain and who, if, if this was the circumstance around what happened to him taking these opioid, you know, pills or medication that um, every sport maybe, you know, says, what if we did try this? What if we tried some CBD? Would this help? You know what I Uh mean? Because I feel like they're still so afraid to try it. Like, just try it. Like, yeah. I mean, I understand that there's no science backing it up and there's science backing every other prescription that you can get, but just try it. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. And there's like, there's still stigma associated with it and people aren't necessarily, especially in the States. I feel like Canada mm-hmm. is more advanced in um, being open to, you know, just accept- obviously we've accepted that it's now being legalized, legalized and it's legal, but um, I don't know. I just feel like the U S has some sort of chip on their shoulder about using it for medication for whatever reason. I know there's some States that are, you know, legalizing it and have legalized it, but I don't know why there's some resistance still. For sure. I think maybe just because it is so new that, um, that I guess people are a little bit afraid to try it, but I don't know. I, I'm always like, try it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Except and then you so know, quick but... to use like prescription medication. And it's like, that's even worse. It's just so weird to me. It's like, it's natural. It weird, like yeah. just give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to make you high. Like I, I feel like that's what people don't understand is that it's not going to make you high. Like they've taken out as much THC as they can from this product. It's, it's that's not what people are using it for you know like exactly yeah yeah I I just hope that yeah I love what Rob is doing Gronk oh my god I can't believe I'm calling him Rob but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah he says I love all my fans I love Patriot fans um I want to be clear to my fans I needed to recover I was not in a good place football was bringing me down um I actually watched the video of of him talking and he he tears up it's actually quite sad to watch uh, he said yeah he said he couldn't sleep or even for even 20 minutes a night wow. uh, for four weeks after injuring his quad yeah he was in so much pain and he credits cbd for his pain relief saying most safe alternative way players can deal with pain so hopefully by him doing this, I mean, you know, he is just one person, but I feel like he, everyone knows who he is and, and he clearly was in so much pain that it, it, it forced him to retire because he was, you know, in so much pain mentally and physically and, and seeing that he has had such great results with using the CBD product that, that more people, um, you know, turn to this instead of using the opioids as a, as a painkiller. And it's sort of like, um, you know, people that admire him so much, seeing him 
be okay with using it is might open people's minds to doing the same. So that's really great. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yes. I just love him. And I I love them, the two of them. Mm -hmm. They're so cute. Um, a little bit on, more on the light side. I um, saw this morning that Gigi Hadid brought Tyler to her grandmother's funeral. What? Yeah. No way. Yes. So they're full on. Wow, that is so crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Though. I'm like, what? Like, he must feel like he's in an ab, like an actual, in a dream. I don't know. Yeah, that's so crazy. Oh, my God. The reality TV news. Yeah. Real. I love it. I do, too. They're pretty cute. Like, she had her arm around him, and I don't know. I mean, oh, so cute. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) But I just wasn't expecting. Man, the te- technical difficulties are real today. I'm about to fucking shit my pants. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so bad that Oscar's coming out from behind the couch. He's like, this is too much. <laughs> oh, okay. But anyways, they're full on, it seems. Public outings, personal events. Yeah, that's wild. I um I I honestly don't follow along too much. I just kind of see the odd thing here and there, but I mean, good for them. If they're happy, they're happy and yeah. More power to them. Yeah. yeah. I kind of hate her just a little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, God. actually, I think they're both really good people from the outside anyway. Yeah, for sure. What do you got for us in the lighthearted meaningless gossip entertainment oh my god i have nothing (laughs) that means we've been uh being productive members of society the last couple weeks (laughs) yeah oh my god i don't even know i haven't um i actually haven't been watching too much reality tv besides big brother you know but none of those people are celebs yeah you do love that but i did see that um kardashians is back this sunday oh is it yeah so i just saw a couple previews there's like a little bit of um chloe tristan drama um like just the same old kind of stuff i don't know i didn't i just kind of watched one clip so i haven't seen a whole lot but i mean i always love a good sunday night episode of the kardashians oh, so girl i mean yeah <laughs> Yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. Have you been watching? Um, 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 what was it? Oh, um, Revenge Body. Did you watch last week? I didn't watch it. No, I didn't. I've kind of been slacking on my on most of the TV just because we got into watching the la- the latest season of Thirteen Reasons Why, and like that's just what we've been watching at night. Yeah. So soaking up all the and TV time. I just time. go to sleep so early that yeah, I just haven't been able to um, catch up on any of my recorded shows. So maybe I'll do that this day's off. I have no plans. So yeah, 
maybe you I'll just chill with and watch your bed the TV. and your TV. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I actually haven't been watching anything either because I, when I was down south, my my parents don't have cable, and yeah, I've just been kind of entertaining myself outside the home in the evening. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, Which I gotta nice catch too. up. It is nice. It is yeah. nice. I have watched Bachelor in Paradise though. Oh yes, yeah. And there was some drama. <laughs> <laughs> Please and, enlighten me. Oh girl. <laughs> so uh Kaylin was from Colton season. She's been on there and has had a bit of a tough go. Initially being played by um one of the guys and I'm forgetting his name because he what is his name oh my gosh he's tall and oh my god I hate when I gap out and then I can't bring it to the front of my tongue anyway she was played before the show at stagecoach remember the guy who had the text messages that we talked Mm. about what was his name yeah yeah yeah. I can't remember anyways he's moved on and she's moved on and she started dating Dane and they were in a really great place but he has a, a tendency to sabotage and so he left the show after giving her a rose and said like I just know I can't give you what you are after I live in a van and I don't have a job and you deserve better so she is heartbroken she ends up striking things up with this guy named Connor who talks like this oh and, my god uh, <laughs> <laughs> he uh I'm sure he's a great dude because she's into him, but I don't quite get it. Anyways, on this week's epi, Dane came back, shaved off his mustache, and has asked her to leave paradise with him today. Oh, my God. (laughs) So that's the cliffhanger. So we don't know if she takes him up on that, but she's seen crying and uh, having to make a really tough decision. Whether she wants to go live in a van with Dane. Dean! Sorry, I'm saying Dane. It's Dean. Dean, Dean, Dean. And uh, he's a super babe. But uh, I don't think there's any real sustainable relationship there because, well, he lives in a van. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, she just strikes me as somebody who may have a little higher standard of living. Right. But, like, we all know that he's, like, does he actually live in a van? He does. He oh. he decided to go traveling, live out of his van, and yeah, I'm not sure the the motivation behind it, <laughs> but oh, wow. I think he, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. He's sort of that kind of hippie dude. He, honestly, right. I get the appeal. Like, there's definitely, and she probably has that sick woman mentality. She's young, and, you know, I've been there where you think you're going to change someone, Totally. And so it'll be interesting if she goes with the dangerous route or with the more predictable, um, safe choice of Connor. Hmm. Yeah. And then, then, and also another drama because they keep it spicy. Um, <laughs> there's a couple on there and um, they've been pretty serious since the beginning. And they've created some drama by bringing the guy's ex back onto the show. And um, 
they had dated for like eight months before the show and he broke up with her and um started going or got offered to go on the show and he took the opportunity and anyway so they ended up going to a wedding on the show of a a previous couple that had been engaged and they ran into each other and anyway so she came on to throw some drama in and now he's thinking about leaving because he's he's uncomfortable with watching her date other people oh wow you know fresh it might have been for them to be on a dating show so that's all that's that's it that's you know, it's pretty, it, I mean, it's pretty monumental. Well, it's pretty monumental <laughs> shit. Like, how much longer does this show go on for? <laughs> oh, okay. Not too much longer. No, it ends, uh, I think it ends oh, yeah. in two weeks, maybe. And, like, does anything happen at the end or no? Yeah. Some oh. people get engaged. And uh, it looks like two people get engaged. Um, I think, I don't, You know, half of them break yes. up after they get engaged anyways. They do. Um, anyway, a fun-filled epi full of technical difficulties. Yeah, like I'm <laughs> seriously considering never using this app again. Oh my god, I might have to look into something else because this is fucking annoying. But anyways, I'll try and end on a good note here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got actually. Yeah, take take us yeah. to that good vibe. Um, I'm I'm gonna end on a good note. Obviously, we always try and do that here, but um, obviously, I'm gonna bring back some Lizzo because we just love her around here, and she's always like um, saying really wonderful things. Um, she just had an. Uh, she is on the cover of Elle magazine, actually, and it's just a really beautiful cover. Um, so I actually read the whole article. I would highly encourage everyone to go read the whole thing because it's really good. Um, but there's just a part of the article that I wanted to read. Um, she says, I take self-love very seriously, and I take it seriously because when I was younger, I wanted to change everything about myself. She says, I didn't know I, did, I didn't love who I was. And the reason I didn't love who I was is because I was told I wasn't lovable by the media, by people at school, by not seeing myself in beauty ads, by not seeing myself in television, by lack of representation. My self-hatred got so bad that I was fantasizing about being other people. But you can't live your life trying to be somebody else. What's the point? 
What is the point? Yeah. Woo! What is the point? She rocks. She really does. She's bringing some good things to just like the whole entertainment world. She is. Yeah. I just, yeah. I really love her. Um, And I, I love that everybody is starting to acknowledge her. You know, like as far as even um, other artists and other musicians are really starting to, um, yeah, talk about her. Exactly. She's that getting the right. truly deserves. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. She yeah. Really I really would. I actually was looking up some of her concert dates because I really wanted to see her, but um she's only coming to Toronto in Canada and there's really no other city that she's coming to that's really close so that kind of sucks but oh well it'll probably take her she'll probably expand her tours as she grows and then her concert tickets will be a small fortune she actually said in this article that she said even if my next album when it comes out even if even if it comes out and it doesn't do as well as what my music is doing right now, she said, I'll still continue to tour because she said um, that she had been touring. She's been touring for so long. And she's, she says, I feel like I've created a fan base that will still support me. And I was like, Oh my God, like as if your next album won't succeed, you know what I mean? But she's just so humble. Like she's like, even if it doesn't do good, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and she's been told no so many times for different reasons that she probably still has that insecurity even. And she probably just feels like, you know, this is just luck still, you know, probably hasn't totally sunk in that this is like, she's worthy of this. But Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Love her. But yeah, um, I will apologize for the technical difficulties before I start even editing this, but I hope that this doesn't happen again. I'm really going to look into something else because this is annoying, but um, hopefully this doesn't hinder your like wanting to listen ever again. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, it won't, it's, I mean, it's never been like this and it won't be, we just got to iron out some details. But everybody, thanks again for hanging tight with us through this and rate, review, and subscribe. Um, We welcome any feedback as usual or comments via our Instagram. And if you have yet to check us out on Instagram, we're at ChatterbossPod. And we'd love to hear from you.